always feeling like uh, circumstances are negative and they don't always have to be negative. But it was a story about a woman who was known to have high anxiety and panic attacks and those kind of feelings. And um, she heard the person telling the story was actually doing the speaking to her when it happened. And so it was telling their story that circumstances don't have to be negative. It's what we make them out to be to make that makes them positive or negative. And she's like, that doesn't make sense. She says, well, would you give it a try next time something that you think is bad and it's 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 negative that you wait three days to freak out. And during those three days, you keep saying this might turn out for good. And on Friday, I get to freak out kind of a thing. So she says she agreed to it, didn't know anything negative would happen. She went home and her husband was home from work already. She, Why are you here? He says, I got fired today. And so they immediately, she wanted to go ah, and freak out, you know, and all, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. And she went, no, I promised I would wait three days. So I get to freak out on Friday, but today I'm going to see how this could turn out for good. So, you know, and it was, a, it was a struggle for her because that was her immediate response. So every time she'd think about, oh, the kids need new shoes. Oh, crap, he lost his job. Da, 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 you know, anyone want to take off again? And so, no, nope, yeah. I'll freak out on Friday. Right now, I'm going to wait and see how this could turn out for good. And so Thursday, he comes home in the afternoon and he says, I got a new job. It's closer and it pays more. And, <laughs> and she went, oh, I don't get to freak out tomorrow. <laughs> right on. That, and when yeah. we began to have a little bit of faith, she didn't have a lot. When we begin to pray and believe for more, we can attract different things than if she, if she had worried, even if he'd got his job and it isn't faith, I think it is. But she would have worried and had a miserable week. Yes. But because she chose to delay, and that's kind of thing that I'm, it's, it's, we don't realize how much choice we have with our emotions. We feel like we're ruled right. by them. And it's not the truth. The truth is yes. you have a choice. To overcome, you must educate. Educate not only yourself, but educate anyone seeking to learn. We are all dead America. We can all learn something. To learn, we must challenge what we already understand. The way we do that is through conversation. Sometimes, we have conversations with others. However, some of the best conversations happen with ourselves. Reach out and challenge yourself. Let's dive in and learn something right now. Today we are speaking with Donna Tashjian. She is the creator of of Vibrant Living International, 
and we are going to have a conversation about create a life by design, not by default. Donna, could you introduce yourself? Let people know just a little bit more about you, please. Sure. Um, I am the CEO and founder of Vibrant Living International, and my passion is to help people live vibrantly. And um, I've created different, I'm a life mastery coach and helping people to rise above the pain and disappointments of life. Now, I was doing that prior to the last two years, <laughs> but the last two years have brought a whole new um, picture on what that might look like. Um, and then I, as far as personally, um, I'm married and have grandkids, kids. And so life is good. Well, that's a good, good way to be living life the way it should be instead of down in the gutter where a lot of people might be trapped right now. So our topic today, create a life by design, not by default. What does that mean, Donna? When I started um, researching and going around this topic, so many people, and see if you resonate with this, feels like life's happening to me. Um, I have no control. I am just coping the best that I can with what's happening to me all in the circumstances and in the world around me. And what I have learned is that we can actually create a life by design. And then the rest of the sentence is not by default, not by just letting whatever happens, happens. That I can begin to create a life I love on purpose. That's, and it is happening with my clients every day. Does it sound too good to be true? No, that resonates very well <laughs> with me. You know, that's the premise of our podcast. You know, finding ourselves in these situations, it can be very hard and taxing on our emotion, our physical body. I, I had no idea when you go through an emotional turmoil what it will do to you physically yeah it, it's amazing talk to us about that physical thing that we all go through when we're depressed or in a bad way in life well they have done some studies to actually prove that the thoughts that we think change things to a cellular level in our body. It affects the chemistry balance. It affects the way things reproduce and grow and good or not good, healthy or not healthy is what I mean. And it all begins with the thoughts that we think. And we, it's so much easier if we can blame someone else. Um, <laughs> It's just so much easier if we can blame someone and to be angry at someone and be resentful at someone. And there are circumstances that happen in our life that we have no control over. I mean, the last two years have shown that even more. Um, but, you know, it doesn't, but I can choose how I respond to circumstances. 
And I can also attract better circumstances by the thoughts that I think. I'll give you an example. So if I'm going into, let's say a party. Miss, remember when we used to go to parties? <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, been a while for me. <laughs> it has been a while, but let's remember. Let's back in the olden days when we used to go to parties. <laughs> yes. Oh, and and I and I if I have had a bad day or feeling insecure or um, wanting to kind of hide, not really want to be there, not really sure if anybody will like me. And I walk in with those thoughts. My experience at the party will be different than if I walked in excited. I'm going to make new friends. I can't wait to talk to people. And it's going to be, everybody's going to like me and I'm going to have a good time. I will be at the same party. But depending upon the thoughts, I will have a different experience. Now, the sad Donna could blame it on the people were just mean. They, they don't like me. They, and I could blame it all on that. And sometimes people are mean. But it says more about them than it does about me. And or, yeah. or the positive Donna who's looking for friends and expecting to have a good time. Her expectation and what she's looking for is good. The other one is not. And so we can create our own experience. Now, a party is a really mild example, but it equates to everything in your life, including how your health and your body is. What do you think about that? Well, I think that's very uh, knowledgeable, actually. You know, the insight that you have on that is great because I've experienced it. I didn't learn about being positive until I hit 50, you know, <laughs> and then, then my life started, mm -hmm. you know, that first 50 years of my life is turmoils, struggles, heartaches, a big learning curve in life. And it wasn't only myself, it was my wife along with me. You know, I got married at 19, uh, 1985 and I thought it was going to be easy, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it was nothing easy about it. And those struggles that I faced, I always looked to blame like you were talking about. And I, I did not understand how to take control of my own thoughts, my own opinions, and project something positive out of a life that might not be so positive. Yeah. It took a long time. Now, you yourself, you've lived a remarkable life and you've struggled with a lot of what most people would call negative things. Mm -hmm. How did you get through it, Donna? Um, well, for those, those of you who don't know my, uh, any much about my history, I also have a podcast called you were designed for greatness on an episode one, I go into my story. So that's something that you could check out more in detail, but easy. It suffices to say at the age of 15, I was a mother. Um, and you remember where you were at 15? <laughs> 
I'm like, just stop and think about what you were like at 15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and it was not consensual and without going into all the stories. So I am a 15 year old mother. And in, in that I got, I got married in 84. So we're, we've been, you know, right around the same time frame. And, right but on. when, but prior to that, in that, in the seventies, it wasn't okay for teenage pregnancies. There was a whole lot yeah. of society feelings and in in my church circles and things that I grew up in no matter what the cause and so it was just learning to be able to um process the shame and embarrassment and anger and resentment and frustration and fear and oh my god fear <laughs> you're 15 remember when we're 15 and whatever we felt was like 200 you know it's like i'm really yeah. sad i'm really happy there's no middle ground you're a hundred you know a 200 and so there was all of those strong emotions but one thing that i had and um was with me as i had a relationship with god and that is Part, the main reason I am where I am today is I had something, I had somebody to rely on. I had someone that was there for me to be able to give me. And I don't know exactly where I found it, but I had this tenacity that I was going to prove everybody wrong. I didn't know how. <laughs> I didn't have a clue how. I had to yeah. finish high school yet. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, remember being in my apartment at 18 trying to figure out how I'm going to eat um yeah. and I was working full-time at 18 with a three-year-old going to school one night or two nights a week taking one class with a child and I made one dollar too much to get assistance in food oh wow and if I'd have stayed home I'd have got it my rent would have been paid. I wouldn't have struggled. It'd have been easy, right? It just wasn't in me. I wanted to, and, I, and I've been an entrepreneur, that kind of thinking forever. It's like, I want to be able to create something better. And so just learning to be able, what books you read, what movies you listen to, what what podcast you listen to. There is so much information that we can use to feed ourselves with positive, or you can turn on the news, which is never positive, <laughs> never positive. And in my opinion, I don't even know if it's true. Um, everybody's got a slant. Leave it at that. Yes. So yeah. learning to be able to find the resources because we are, our body is what we eat. If I eat candy, all day long, I will make my body sick. And it's the same thing with my mind. What are you feeding it? And where are, I mean, social media, where are you looking? If that upsets you, don't keep doing it. It's like you go to the doctor, my yes. arm hurts when I do that. Well, don't do that. And so learn <laughs> to be able to, I, I think there is such an amazing good things that are changing and happening in our world in America. It's all on where you look. 
It's where you're beginning to put your focus. Have there always been broken things? Yes. All you got to do is talk to your grandma or your grandpa <laughs> or, 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 read, or read the newspapers from those days, from the past. We've been dealing with things, not the same things, but we've been dealing with things for a long time. And it's all on where you choose. You can if you think you can, and you can't if you think you can't. That's powerful. And I love that. You know, so many of us get stuck, like I alluded to earlier, with our own self-destructive thought. And I, I'm number one at that. I, I love to dish on myself. And I still find myself doing that. And I have to put the brakes on that. Mm -hmm. And then I have to remind myself where I've been and where I am now. And that's amazing. The transformation yes. through that little boy that was confused, scared, mm -hmm. alone in many ways to a man that takes care of business. Mm -hmm. When I say something, I really earnestly, honestly try to make that happen. If I can't, communication. It's key. And that's why I love podcasting. Communication is a life changer. Mm -hmm. And when we open ourselves to listening to stories about other people and what they've had to go through, and we end up finding our own struggles are not always as heavy as they appear to be. You know, celebrating life is hard. How, how can people recognize where to place themselves and how to enjoy life? Because a lot of times the acquaintance that we make wants to highlight themselves and put you in your place. What what do we do about that? <laughs> um, I have an answer um, to that, but I want to um, go a little bit further. The Life by Design program is teaching people how to live and using the gifts and the laws of the spirit because there are things, it's like gravity. It's in operation it's there for our benefit, but if we use it incorrectly, we could break a leg. And the laws of the spirit are similar. It's just we're not aware of them. The most popular one people have heard of is the law of attraction. But there's nine other ones that I teach that people don't often hear about that are working. And when we use them incorrectly, it appears that life's just out to get me. And so um, I wanted to mention that because you had asked that question earlier. Sure. I, the question you asked me, if I understand right just now, is, is celebrating life is hard. What do we do about that? Is that pretty much what you're asking me? Yeah. Yeah. There's so many influences that navigate for us. Mm -hmm. We have to be able to navigate our own structure. 
Mm-hmm. I, I want your opinion on that. I would challenge that it doesn't have to be hard. And as to be hard, you think it's hard and therefore it is. But what if it was easy? What if it was easy to choose? Just because it was hard in the past, does it have to be hard tomorrow? We actually get to choose our experience. I can choose that things are, this is awful. Um, You know, all of the experimentatives we might say. (laughs) But I can choose also that this is going to work out for my good. I can choose that this isn't easy. One of the questions, that it can be easy. One of the questions I ask my clients is finish this sentence. Life is blank. And if you, Would you like, okay, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, good. Life is what life is blank. Life is precious and the most valuable gift you will ever receive. Live it to its fullest. Yes. And I'll, I get words like life is hard. Life is a struggle. Life is difficult. Life is challenging. And when that is a core belief, that will be continually your experience, no matter what you're going through. And so one of those, that's just a little highlight to see what, what is, what's because the story that I'm telling myself about the world around me about my beliefs creates my experience. If you think about the divisiveness that's been is people have said, this equals this. And it doesn't always equal that. That's their opinion, that that equals that. And so when we begin to understand that there's a lot more to understand, like you had said when we we were first chatting, is it doesn't have to be hard. If you got up every day and said, I make decisions easily, I always have favor, I always, things always work out for me, and I'm looking forward to this never before lived day, you will have a different day than if you go, oh, God, my back hurts. That's right. (laughs) Uh, I'm getting old. (laughs) (laughs) And, And you may feel those emotions, but the words that you chose when you wake up help determine the kind of day that you're going to have. And it also uh, makes you see perspective and opportunities that if I'm going, ugh, I'm not going to see. And so learning to be able to lift up your eyes. Are, Are you the bug on the ground in the grass? Are you the bird in the air looking down at the grass? And most of the time, I felt like I was weeding through a jungle. Oh, this is so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it is mind-boggling when I realize I can be going through the same circumstances and have different experiences by the choices and the thoughts and the words that I speak. I can create a different experience for me. It brings back control Look at gas prices. We can either look at them in fear or we can look at them in faith that I will have what I need when I need it. 
and it That's will right. create a different experience and attract so many people are retracting. I can't afford this. I can't afford that. They're creating their experience. Yes, money can be tight, but you will attract new opportunities by the words you speak and the thoughts you think. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that that outlines so much right there. And, you know, oh, where do you unpack that? <laughs> but uh, yes, so true. There's been so many times when I wake up and that negative feeling sets in, mm-hmm. I have to take the reins of that. And I yeah. even let my wife know when she comes out first thing in the morning, hey, I'm having a bad day. Don't take anything today personal. I don't mean to offend. And let's just let you know straight up front, there's a spirit in me today that I'm having a hard time with. We have to recognize that. And when we do, the power it unleashes you like you said choose and the the power of choice makes you outstanding if you choose your own choices and not let the influence of what Mm -hmm. a friend might think of you Mm -hmm. or you know do the right thing even though your boss might fire you if you don't. So what? You get to choose the life you live. And the more that I live that and be open with that and let people know immediately this is how it is, it changes your life forever. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a mean person. You don't have to be uh, excluded in any way. You just have to be a boundary person. Set your own boundaries. So going back to a 15-year-old child (laughs) and recognizing you've got a life to live that many of us will never experience. Yeah. How did that make you feel? And... How did you overcome those struggles of fear and anxiety and at that time, probably worthlessness and, Mm -hmm. you know, many other self-sabotage feelings? Yes. Um, One day at a time. (laughs) That was that was exactly it. It was one day at a time. I remember when I met my husband and we'd first got married, he told me how much he made annually. He had gotten a raise and he told me what the annual is. And I'm like, what is that a week? (laughs) You know, (laughs) because I'm like, how much is that a week? How much is that every two weeks? How much is that? Because I could not think that long term. And that's one of the things that uh, shows people in low income as well as small thinking is being able to, where do you want to be a year from now? What do you want? What do you want to be five years from now? And begin to look down the road. And so that was something that I learned to do. 
is to be able to look down the road and to, but I was, I could always see, um, no, that's not a correct statement. I didn't always see, but I was prone to see the silver lining. I just have, I tend to, it's going to, I don't know why, but I know it's going to work out. Um, there were some days that I was in tears that did not feel that way, but overall that was, um, the way that I looked at things. You made a moment, a statement uh, the other day, I mean, a couple minutes ago that I'd like to go back to when you said, I wake up in the morning and I tell my wife that I'm grumpy and that just to, you know, just, to, just take what I say today with a grain of salt, you know, cause I'm just kind of in a grumpy mood. Remember that? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. one of the things that I've learned is instead of saying it's going to be a day, that I'm having a grumpy day, give yourself 15 minutes to get it all out. Write it down, scream it, yell it, whatever works for you. But I'm going to get all this negative out for 15 minutes and then I'm going to be good. That is an amazing tool not to make your whole day that way or your whole week is just give yourself permission to be negative for a certain amount of time, whatever works for you. And then at 15 minutes, set a timer at 15 minutes, I'm done. And I'm going to choose to be positive. I I'd love you to try that and message me and see how that works. Well, I will, because, <laughs> uh, you know, one of the things that I try daily is me and my wife, we have a routine. I always wake up way earlier than her. And I know about what time she wakes up. So I'll go in and I will reassure her of my affection for her, my love for her. And, you know, the day is okay. We're, we're here because my wife, she's, she's led a pretty hard life of depression and anxiety. And she, she was, uh, abused while she was a child and, you know, that's tough to deal with. And then she meets me and goes through many years of these different things. <laughs> and, you know, we grew together, but understanding after I got injured and I went through, I want to die, I asked for assisted suicide, something hit me hard. And I, I say God crushed me into little pebbles so he could mix in the right ingredients and make me a foundation of concrete. God's concrete, which can't be destroyed. And I really believe that. I, I still have my days, but every day I wake up thankful even though I'm having a bad day, I'm thankful I'm alive. I have a good wife that cares for me, stands by me, mm -hmm. and she recognizes the struggles that we face together. These challenges are hard, and many marriages, they end soon because of little tiny things. Mm -hmm. We don't have to be that way, and it's right. all what you just said 
that positive outlook and i am going to challenge myself <laughs> and try that 15 minute thing i, I really like that it's good insight yeah it's amazing when we give ourselves permission to do it for a period of time it's kind of like it gets it out of our system and it's like okay um instead of losing a whole day to negative yeah, feelings and stuff it. one of the other things that i uh um heard a story about and it's uh always feeling like uh circumstances are negative and they don't always have to be negative but it was a story about a woman who was known to have high anxiety and panic attacks and those kind of feelings and um she heard the person telling the story was actually doing the speaking to her when it happened and so it was telling their story that negative circumstances don't have to be negative it's what we make them out to be to make that makes them positive or negative. And she's like, that doesn't make sense. She says, well, would you give it a try next time something that you think is bad and it's, it's, it's negative that you wait three days to freak out. And during those three days, you keep saying this might turn out for good. And on Friday, I get to freak out kind of a thing. So she says she agreed to it, didn't know anything negative would happen. She went home and her husband was home from work already. She, Why are you here? He says, I got fired today. And so they immediately, she wanted to go ah, and freak out, you know, and all, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. And she went, no, I promised I would wait three days. So I get to freak out on Friday. But today I'm going to see how this could turn out for good. So, you know, and it was, a, it was a struggle for her because that was her immediate response. So every time she'd think about, oh, the kids need new shoes. Oh, crap. He lost his job. Da, 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 you know, anyone want to take off again? And so, no, nope, yeah. I'll freak out on Friday. Right now, I'm going to wait and see how this could turn out for good. And so Thursday, he comes home in the afternoon and he says, I got a new job. It's closer and it pays more. And, <laughs> and she went, oh, I don't get to freak out tomorrow. <laughs> right on. That, and when yeah. we began to have a little bit of faith, she didn't have a lot. When we begin to pray and believe for more, we can attract different things than if she, if she had worried, even if he'd got his job and it isn't faith, I think it is. But she would have worried and had a miserable week. Yes. But because she chose to delay, and that's kind of thing that I'm, it's, it's, we don't realize how much choice we have with our emotions. We feel like we're ruled right. by them. And it's not the truth. The truth is yes. you have a choice. I have a soapbox or a pet peeve about the, the people that are suffering with anxiety and depression. I feel like we sabotage them because those are the only illnesses that we say the words I am in front of. I mm. am depressed. I am anxious. We do not say I am cancer. Yeah. 
And we begin to equate our identity with the emotional trauma and stuff that's going on. Instead of saying, I feel anxious, we, it disassociates, if you use coaching lingo, with the emotions to how yes. we're feeling. So one other tip, stop saying I am. Yeah. Don't own it. Say right now yeah. for the next 15 minutes, I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's really good. I like that. So uh, another topic I want to talk to you about is that self-sabotaging behavior you kind of just touched on it with positive attitude what what are some of the tricks that you can use and what what's the best way to start because sometimes starting is the hardest part mm-hmm. Everything that our mind does and chooses in the subconscious is trying to do something for our good. It doesn't always look like that's the results, but when we begin to, uh, to me, I didn't figure this out till I worked with a coach. I didn't, I wasn't able to have my own, figure out my own self-sabotaging and hidden, those hidden pitfalls where we keep doing it and we don't know why we're doing it kind of thing. Yeah. But um there are there are reasons that we choose the behavior that we want to criticize. Um the and it usually goes down to a super base level of safety and belonging. Those are some of the core reasons why. So you're going to a party, you just decided to get healthy. You decided to cut out all the sugar and you decided to work out. And you go to a party and it surprised you. You didn't know it. It's somebody's birthday and everybody's having a piece of cake. You just said, I'm not eating sugar. And everyone is handing a piece of cake and they walk up to you and they start to hand you the cake. The part of your brain that says, I don't want to stand out. I want love and belonging. I'll just take the cake. I'll start tomorrow on my diet. That's the kind of thing that I'm talking about to gives you an example of what go and and all of that happened without you probably even aware of it. You just took the cake. I've done it. I know exactly. I know what it feels like. And, and, and so we do those, they are, we want to beat ourselves up and judge ourselves because we're not Oh. There I did it. I tried to get healthy again and I screwed up again. Why why do I even try? I I, I might as well just give up. I mean, it's just like, all right, it's hard and I'll try again tomorrow and, and all of that. But anytime we judge it, the judgment does not create the behavior that we think it will. Judgment actually helps you to retain the behavior that you don't want to happen. The way that I say it is whatever you judge, you retain or repeat. So if I am super critical of myself, I will continue to eat the cake, if you will. Yeah. 
And so it is learning the the key to overcoming self-sabotage is being curious of why I'm eating the cake. Because you probably didn't really want the cake. You wanted the love and the belonging and everybody's having a party and you wanted to be part of it. You didn't want to be left out. And so those are the reasons why we eat the cake. And it's why we do things where we might not normally do. Um, And there's always a reason. So it's just discovering what the reason is. And there's no easy answer. If I could tell everybody what self-sabotage's reasons were, then I would, you know, be in a complaint. I would fix everything, but... But those you are some real have time to talk to me. <laughs> those are some real cl- clues to be able yes. to get curious, not judgment, and get support on why you're not doing what you want to be doing. But it's it's something that's wanting to take care of you, not harm you. Yeah, I like that. So Donna, I want you to talk to people about your coaching programs that you offer. And I believe you have a book. Could you talk to people about what you offer? Yes. Um, I have uh, two primary programs. Uh, The first is called Turn Your Baggage into Luggage. So you can create a life you love with confidence and ease, but it's called Turn Your Baggage into Luggage. And that is pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. Let's turn our bag, our luggage, our baggage around the stuff we've been dragging around that stinks (laughs) and be able to create that luggage that you're going to go, you know, I want you to picture the trash bags compared to the luggage with the sun hat and the sunglasses (laughs) and I'm going somewhere and life is good. Um, and so that program is a six month coaching program that helps people to transform that. And I see amazing results from people all around the world. So that's one program. The other one you mentioned before the life by design, not by default, helping people to learn the 10 laws of the spirit and the nine gifts that we possess to be able to actually create the life we love. I, this is one of my favorite quotes. Impossibility is not a fact. It's an opinion. And I love that. So think about that for a minute. Impossibility is not a fact. It's an opinion. So if anything was possible and I could show you how, that's what Life by Design is about. And then my book, and then you can ask me questions. My, the, I have several, but the main book that's a free gift on my website is called An Umbrella on a Sunny Day. And the title came from the thought is, you know, life usually rains on me. It's sunny out today, but I better bring my umbrella because sooner or later it rains on me. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's what that book is about. It shares my personal story and it shares um, four different tools to be able to put away our umbrella and enjoy the sunshine so that we're not waiting for the other shoe to drop. And then it has some women sharing their stories of having gone work with me and how were they able to put their umbrella away and begin to enjoy life in a whole new way. So those are three things I'd like to highlight. You have any questions? Well, uh, now you've got a free book. What is the onboarding process like to get into one of these programs? The first step is scheduling a consultation. 
And so, and that is free. And it is on my website under schedule. I think it says schedule now tab, choosing the complimentary consultation that is there on. And that would be the first step. See if we're a good fit for each other and where I can describe the program and what it would do for the specific person I'm speaking to, what their needs are and how it would be able to address them. So that would be the first step. And for some reason, if neither one of my programs are the right fit, I know lots of resources to be able to help you live to your fullest potential. I want to help you live vibrantly. Uh, yeah, that's that's key. We all want people <clears throat> to be better. And, and that's our journey in life, really. So Donna, do you have a call to action for our listeners? Yes, schedule a call with me. That's what I would love <laughs> is yes. have a have a conversation because wherever you are, you could be a little bit more. Like the couple tips that I gave right. Ed today, instead of having a whole bad day, I'm going to have 15 minutes and I'm going to give that a try. Yes. So no matter where you are, there will be something that you can take away from your conversation with me to so my call to action is schedule a call. And could you tell people your website and yes. your socials how to get a hold of you? Yes. On my website address is the letter I vibrantliving.com. I'll say it one more time. The letter I vibrantliving.com. All my social media links are on my website. My name is pretty unusual, so it's easy to search and it will be in the show notes, I'm sure. So, yep. um, and then you just look for the schedule, um, now tab and schedule your call and look around. There's a whole lot of other resources there. Donna, I love your positivity and your insight. Uh, people need to get a hold of you. You're, you're fascinating and your coaching is definitely going to help many people. I want to say thank you for being part of the Dead America podcast, and you are welcome to come back anytime. Thank you, Ed. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for joining us today. If you found this podcast enlightening, entertaining, educational in any way, please share, like, subscribe, and join us right back here next week for another great episode of Dead America Podcast. I'm Ed Waters, your host. Enjoy your afternoon, wherever you may be.